The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Welcome to Nebraska Preps Post Game with your hosts, Mike Sauter and Jacob Padilla. All right, folks, welcome back into another episode of Nebraska Preps Post Game with Jacob Padilla or Ia, if you no, uh, just, Padilla. Let's let's not start off like that. Padilla. Padilla. Yeah, as you can see, this is Mike Sauter. Uh, yeah, I'm back. Yeah, back after uh, three and a half year hiatus yeah, on this the, podcast. The founder of this podcast, who was recorded a grand total of one episode <laughs> uh, before somebody else told them not to do that anymore, uh, <laughs> who he no longer works for. That's so okay. now uh, I was I filled in for him. He gave me the call. I was like, sure, I'll do yeah, it. We're and switching it back. Three and a yeah. half years later, now he and I are together doing the show. So, which is um, great because yeah. we've been friends for yeah. a long time, and then we talk know. about this stuff off anyway. Yeah, so, might as well just put on the podcast. So, yeah. okay, so. so let's just get right to it. I think I've seen this show before. So, um, <laughs> we how it works is we we look back. It's called post games. We look back at what happened last week in high school sports, mainly football this time of year. Yeah. Um, and then we big will, volleyball results. So, yeah, we <laughs> will look ahead to to a little bit and we're Friday we are recording this as the state softball tournament happens so next week maybe we'll talk a little bit about softball and and break that down a little bit too but um so what happened last week in class a there was not any really upset Uh, yeah Yeah, there was millard west pretty big upset yeah southeast beat millard west um west side handled their business yeah a lot in a very big way that was way unexpected yeah, so the score. Yeah, we, we we wondered like, okay, this is the the first the biggest test yet for for Westside traveling to Kearney. Oh. Um, true, yeah. Um, but it's like obviously they're taking care of business against everybody. Go out there, tough trip out there. Uh, it's a good team. Um, got to be ready to play them. And man, were they ready? Like they've been ready every game this year. Fifty six nothing at halftime. Yeah, I uh, so it was a JV lot, game. Real yeah, quick. a lot going on Friday. We had. The, I had the Nebraska volleyball match on an iPad, had the Nebraska football game on the TV, had the uh, Carney Westside game, the Stride uh, feed up on my phone, trying to follow all this at once. And fortunately, Westside didn't, uh, gave me, uh, pretty quickly allowed me to turn the phone turn off and off. just focus on what else was going on because, yeah, that was, that was really impressive. I mean, final numbers. Anthony Rizak, 13 of 14 for 277 yeah. yards, three touchdowns. Four carries for 72 yards and a touchdown. Also compared, uh, converted a two-point opportunity. So he's pretty good. It's pretty good. John Mizras, John 15 carries, game too. 207 yards, three touchdowns. Carries. Yeah, 207 yards and three touchdowns on 15 carries. Uh, two of the touchdowns went to Christian Jones, uh, a 65-yarder and a 30-yarder. 
Uh, Bo Ryan, Trevor Spady also had touchdowns, and Carney had 41 total yards. Westside had seven sacks, two fumble recoveries, and a pick. Just complete domination start yeah. to finish there. And that is what 41 total yards in the game, not just the half, yeah. which means the, the JV you know, the, guys also. The other guys played on Friday night in the second half. Yeah, I mean, it's like, still pretty impressive. Christian, and Caleb, team. like, all you, those you guys took a break. To, yeah, yeah. They didn't even, I don't even know if Christian played on defense. They didn't make any yeah. plays, didn't need him to. That's okay. Um, so that, uh, yeah, that was really impressive showing from, from Westside. Carney, still a good team. They just ran into an absolute buzzsaw that night. And uh, yes, by the way, before we get to it, we will talk about Millard South yeah. playing Westside. We'll, we'll get there. We'll uh, get there. Car- the respect uh, for, Westside, Carney lost 56 nothing and did not drop in the poll. Still sitting at five. Yeah. That shows you the respect that our the coaches, coaches have for Westside. Was, like, yeah. I'm the one that do puts, that to anybody. Yeah, I'm the one that puts our, our uh, coaches poll together on the, Appreciate any, that, on by the, the NEB prep side of things. And I was I was wondering how that would look. <laughs> um and they they stayed flat basically. They didn't didn't move anywhere. So and I think part of that too is because Millard West lost to yeah. southeast and that kind of moved them around yep uh conversely number two Millard south got the win uh but it had it, to have been a look ahead yeah 14 10 uh against columbus i will say this though columbus, columbus columbus's offense is a little quirky it's yeah. different they run a lot of different stuff so having it it, it can be tough to prepare for i guess yeah and, and Millard south's young we'll, we'll get and, and that's the deal like we've talked about all season we'll long, how it. all the sophomores they got playing on offense, they're getting better week to week. But uh, yeah, this was a rough one. They had four total turnovers, they had three fumbles lost. Four, mm. I think four, four total fumbles. They lost three of them. Um, Jet Tamala like threw the first a pick night as well. it was a little cold out too, yeah. or something. I don't know. But uh, I mean, yeah, Tamala threw one touchdown um, to Isaac Jensen. They had uh, Ian Longer, their other quarterback, came in uh, four or five for 40 yards, also had a rushing touchdown. So he had the other score um, that they definitely needed to win. Um, still no no one feller, Gabe Pruka. Uh, 100 yards, but it took him 27 carries. Um, Columbus did a pretty good job of making him earn everything he got. Um, but in the end, that defense uh, was enough to, to get the Patriots to win. So they're going to have to uh, hopefully learn from that uh the tape kind of what happened in that game because got a big one on friday mm-hmm. one we've been looking forward to for a long time now yeah just I mean, praying the weather allows I mean, if us it to rains have a whatever game. it's gonna rain it, it is what it is um i'm probably not gonna be there um just based off of the Coach game of the week so on, on the game of the week but voting yeah. it doesn't look good let's just go into this yeah. game because this is one everyone talks about and i and i don't mind spending a lot of time on this if we punt on everything else yeah. but um the notes that i have for this game westside is as far as completion percentage as a team not just anthony rezak there's 76 <laughs> percent completion percentage like on offense that's pretty good yeah um anthony rezak's qbr um is 153.8 which is remarkable um that's i don't man that's pretty good how it go ahead it would be it's it would be very difficult to be better than anthony Rizek has been this say what you want about the supporting cast yeah, he still has to complete the passes he still has to make guys miss 
he's done everything you possibly could ask for in, in that Listen, position. Uh, when Anthony Rezac gets to college, he's going to have really good players around <laughs> him too. So, like, I don't get that well, argument. See, that argument makes no sense to me. It's well, like, what do you want him to do? And like something like Damon pointed out too is like, yeah, he's got great athletes around him, but all those guys are playing defense in college. Yeah. He doesn't have any four star wide receivers or anything. Keenan all these guys. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's the one that's um, maybe. Yeah. We don't know. Yet, I, I was, I yeah. was state offer, but yeah. yeah, like Christian Jones is scoring touchdowns he's over the place. We know Kay, Caleb Benning, obviously. I mean, Anthony yeah. or Teddy Rezac out there catching passes yeah. too. Like Spady they, is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Spady um, linebacker and tight end. Like they, they got, they got defensive dudes out there that are just great athletes that that make plays happen on offense. So yeah, um, yeah, it's a really impressive team. Millard South, on the other hand, th- this is, I guess, if we dive into it, let's just go. Um, I have so something's going to have to give because Westside is uh, averaging thirty. Wait, Millard South is averaging thirty-eight point seven points per game. Westside's averaging 48.7 points per game. I do not think um, a combined total of over 80 points is going to happen in this Probably game not. at all. Um, I, I really do not think that's going to happen at all. One, a, a couple of things. Defensively, Westside's, so Miller South's defensive front is really, really good. Yeah. Right, Aiden Miller, Jared Laquana, like they're really good. Adam Pugh, yeah, Adam Pugh. Their 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 front is really good. There's 53. They have 53 and a half tackles for loss, which is pretty good, right? <laughs> yeah. Like that's really good. But you know, Westside's front's no slouch either. They have 53 tackles for loss, so there's just half. For as much praise as Miller South gets for their defensive front, and I'm I. I yeah. called them the best in the state early, like before the season started. Yeah. And um, I was at that Elkhorn South game, which is one of the most impressive defensive line right. performances were, I've seen all year. They were tremendous. Yeah. But Westside's defensive front's pretty good. Their well, front, they're, I'm saying their yeah. defensive line. Cam Bell is yeah. pretty hard to move. Um, RJ Eckert's pretty good too. Um, JQ, John Quill Osler's had a big year for yeah. them so far. Um, that I, they're pretty good and, yeah. and they run three, four. So it's a little different, but cam at, well, at, at nose guard, I think probably needs a little more attention because yeah. he, he's just really hard to move. He's yeah. super strong. Yeah. He's just not tall. And unfortunately got hurt. Um, right. So that kind of, right. Uh, it's having a great season. Um, broken hands, tough, yeah, but, uh, be, put a club on. It. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, well, and, and then obviously they've both got playmakers at the second and third levels too. That's the fun things about these defenses. You right. got Jacenu, you got, cool you got dudes that have been making plays on that back end uh second third level there for miller south all year and we know about the guys on west that we've already yeah. talked about them so i think the i think this is gonna be a defensive game um i'm not gonna give you a score prediction or tell you we don't need because do i'm not we I, talk about it I, after the fact i don't need that yeah this is um, post game we're not there's there's one thing there's if there is hidden yard yardage these are two things that i've kind of pegged and it it's small but Omaha West had had such good special teams last year, but they're averaging 34.8 yards a punt. Miller South is averaging 38.8 yards a punt. On punt return, Westside is averaging 8.7 yards a punt return, and Miller South's averaging 13.1. A little bit better, yeah. right? As far as and that's both concerned. have guys like if you that can you break miss, one, yeah, exactly. yeah no question. Yeah. Like Caleb Benning can do it. 
Um, Mario Jackson, Jackson right. he he did it um, two weeks ago against Lincoln East. I that's those are just some like little itty bitty things that maybe are are the difference there. We you brought it up earlier, but Tamala and Feller, their health is going to be it. Like is Feller playing? Is he not playing? We don't know, and I'm sure we're not going to find out. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're not going to tell him. Uh, but, you know, Cam Bell's hurt. People are still banged up. Everyone's yeah. a little bit banged this up. This time of the year, yeah. But Tamala heard he, he was out for a couple plays against Lincoln East two weeks ago. And what that looks like going forward, like if he's not able to push the ball a little bit, it might be yeah, that's a, gonna be a problem. A problem. Um, Gabe Pruksha's done fine filling in for Nolan Feller, but Feller can do a little bit different stuff, like out of the, the backfield senior, catching yeah. balls. And just, he's, he's really good. He's one of, if not the best, you know, okay. He's one of the best uh, backs, senior backs in the state. No question. And Jamez is right there with him too. I think um, he's had a heck of a year as well. So it it's very intriguing. My one thing on this is the inexperience versus experience of yeah. West side because on offense, yeah. right. Um, Seniors I, and juniors I, I think versus that, sophomores. Yeah. Right. Um, I, Mario Jackson is coming. I think he's going to be tremendous. He's going to have to have a huge night and I'm just not sure that can happen um, with that back end because yeah. West side's back. And you know, they're going to be keen on him. Yeah. West side's back end of their defense is, is it's tremendous. Yeah. It's tremendous. Yeah, I mean, put a corner tight on him, put, Benning or yeah, Isaac over on that side of the field. like that's going to be you, you're gonna, can play could be a, could be a game where Isaac Jensen has to step up huge if they're really someone out to take away Jackson Jensen right. the guy that can go up and make contested catches big tight end there good athlete another but sophomore then they got length like Okafor yeah. they can put on, they got some guys yeah. that can put on you know some size on the outside too so I just think it's I think it's probably going to be a little more of a defensive battle or type of game. Um, you know, I, I guess what I'm saying is I don't see it being 56 to 34 or yeah. anything like Ultimately, that. Ultimately, I mean, Rezac's leg could be the difference. Right. With how fierce both, because um, Tamala, as good as he is, not really much of a running threat. Rezac's mm -hmm. the kind of guy that can get away. Like, if you miss a Do sack, a he's going to get you. He's going to gash you there. So, like, that that pass rush, if you, if you uh, get back there and leave open uh, a lane for him to escape and don't finish the sack, then that's going to be uh, um, big time trouble for Bo, Bo for Ryan them, might so. be key in this too to stop the run game a little bit up front. Mm -hmm. I, I, I like him a lot. Yeah, I, I like him a lot up front. Um, playing middle linebacker yeah. for Westside, I think he's had a nice year, and and uh, it could be. Yeah, it's all about West Miller South runs some kind of quirky stuff a little bit, and they like screen game and different things. So they'll they'll have a lot of motion and. Um, two you know three by one is that they don't really play tight end at all so yeah. spread you out a little bit yeah so uh unfortunately neither you and i will likely be there we both have other things to cover <laughs> yeah. but we will have the our big game, sports big game, team there. Sports big game will be that game so for sure, yeah 100%. The, the chain will be there uh, we'll have someone there eyes on uh, offering updates um so that looking forward to seeing that play out this weekend again just hope that Whatever happens with the weather, we've already seen some games start to move on on Thursday. Games moving up. Hopefully, um, it, it's good enough that the guys can just go out and play, and it, the, the conditions won't be much of a factor. But um, that's that's the game of the week in, in Class A. Obviously, the game of the year. there's yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, 
that's also true. But that whole, I mean, you look at uh, the rest of the class A last week, a lot, a lot of blowouts. Uh, credit to Elkhorn South, 45-10 at Grand Island. That was an impressive no, win. No, was in Elkhorn. Or, uh, yeah, versus, yeah. yeah, versus Grand Island. Because I left Wahoo yeah. and came. I yeah. was going there at halftime when it was 17-10, yeah. to 10, and I walked in with, like, Four minutes left in the third quarter was 31 to 10. Yeah. Um, versus Grand Island, 45-10. Um, we know that's tough Grand Island team, not, not an easy out. And they just ran rough shot over him. 370 yards and five touchdowns on the ground. Brady Bousquet, he's a guy that was Big hurt game. at the start of the year. Um, I, I didn't get to see him play when he was with them. Obviously, they lost their quarterback, mm-hmm. Carson Ronner, Madden Riggs stepping in there. But Brady Bousquet, 20 carries, 177 yards, and three touchdowns. They also had Gavin Shanahan go over 100 yards on the ground with a score. And Jigan Sutko also went over 50 yards with a touchdown. So basically, they had everybody uh, everybody rolling there. Um, just really impressive running performance there for Elkhorn South, who has continued to – obviously, they haven't faced hey. the toughest schedule since losing Ronner, but um, they got out of that. They escaped that game against Central uh, when they did lose Ronner. They, they beat Grand Island, um, and obviously, they've continued to roll. So we'll see kind of – Don't look now. Elkhorn South 6-1. and one. Yeah. They only get that one loss. That you know, yeah, against Miller South, didn't like go, that. yeah, right, <laughs> and that was a really weird game, but yeah, um, Ronner got knocked out of that one as right. well. But uh, so yeah, they took care of business. Omaha North is, and they climbed up to number three. Omaha North is at number four, moved up at their fifty-five zero win against Fremont. Um, Carney, we mentioned, stayed at five, and then Northwest twenty-one ten yeah, loss. There's some controversy with this one yeah. though. There was four touchdowns called back. Yeah. That's that Millard West people aren't too happy. <laughs> yeah. 21, 10 was the final there. Um, yeah. I, hey, I, I didn't get real see quick it. though. Your guy, I think everybody's got everyone root for it. Jackson Williams. Is, it's hard not to root for like uh, his punt return. We had our, one of our visual guys yeah. there got the punt return. It was true. It was awesome. That's like he, it was great. Anytime he touches the ball in any phase Just of the game to him, <laughs> any kick return running, Catching anytime he touches the ball, it could be a touchdown. Mm-hmm. That's that's the thing that that's what he's been this year. Every time I've, I've tuned in, seen a little bit of the game, he's ripping off a 50 yard gain of some sort. Like it's just crazy. But in this one, the star of the show, freshman Caden Logan for Southeast, mm-hmm. 21 carries for 273 yards and a touchdown. Um, and also had he's touchdowns from, yeah, he's, he's a guy that he's gonna be a guy going forward for yeah. sure for them. Also had uh, touchdowns from Cash Butin back and another freshman in Mason Meta, um, Owen Baxter. Mason Meta caught with yeah. uh, big tight, big tight end. Yeah. Big 11 of 14 for 93 yards. Not a lot of yards, but he made the throws he needed to and he had that touchdown. That's so. all they need to do. Just be a little, like, just yeah. kind of. They should just be able to run the, line up and run it. They're as tough to figure out as anybody, I think, this season. Southeast, it's <laughs> kind of been all, but that's a good win for them, and they're kind of climbing to the receiving votes section of the yeah. poll, um, going to Brian this week. So that's the Northwest dropped to number six, and, and now um, they will face Lincoln Southwest, which got moved up to to four o'clock on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, Lincoln East uh, d- dominated uh, Lincoln High, fifty-six nothing. Um, Gretna uh, in, into the poll again Happy at eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, 45 26 against Papio South. Man, Alex, Alex Wilcoxon again, just kind of the dual threat, uh, the numbers that, that he put up 171 yards, a touchdown uh, passing, 115 yards, two touchdowns rushing. And Isaiah Weber, man, yeah. just absolute monster. Every That's game, it's over 100 yards, over double digit tackles almost. He had uh, 28 carries for 173 yards and four touchdowns and 13 tackles, including a tackle for a loss, and also converted a two point chance. Mm-hmm. So, uh, 
dominant showing from him. Um, the Lincoln East, they just spread it all around a lot of different guys. They had uh, three, uh, four touchdowns for Jeter Wordley, two passing, uh, two rushing. Um, he is not Noah Walters, but boy, is he athletic at quarterback. No. I mean, you got to to play. I'm talking about yeah. as a passer. Yeah, he is really tough to stop. I, I, I mean, really tough to stop with his legs. He moves around a ton. He's got a big arm, obviously. Baseball guy. Yeah, yeah. But so, like in Michigan, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and, and he kind of settled into the role last year, earned it midway mm-hmm. through, and this year he's had a really good dual threat year for them. And obviously, Dash Bauman's a, a, an absolute dude for them going to Wyoming. He's uh, tall. Yeah. Pompeo yeah, the Vista, cool. 28-7 uh, against Omaha Central. Uh, yeah. Payton, the Payton Prestige, Prestige Show again. We're going to talk about the best backs in the state. He's 24 in carries, 139 yards, a touchdown. Also caught a pass and also threw a nine-yard. Again, they, yeah. they love letting him throw it a little bit in, that, the, in the red that zone. that same pop pass yeah. that he made. Also had eight tackles, including one for loss. And Eric Ingerson had a big game as well. Uh, three catches, 44 yards, and a touchdown. Also 11 tackles, two for loss, including a sack and a fumble Wait, recovery. Wait, he only had three catches, though. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, uh, I think uh, Pert only threw it like I just, seven times. I just, people. Yeah, I know. People that just yeah. look at stats when it comes to yeah. when kids commit or recruiting stuff and don't actually watch the games yeah. should not pay attention. to. You should not comment. And yeah, soapbox for the day. Papio uh, against Prep, uh, big game. The other, yeah, uh, that's a big game. That's for a district title. I think both teams are squarely into the playoffs for sure. But um, that one's a district title game. It got moved up to four o'clock on Thursday too, from seven. So it's at Burke at four. So after school, it's going to be a little different. Uh, Prep's coming though. Like they've they've been they we. This is kind of what we said. At the beginning of the year, after I went to their practice, I said, hey, tough schedule. they're, they're young, gonna, yeah. and they have the toughest schedule in the state. No question, they're toughest schedule in the state. And they're super young up front in particular. And now, look, they've won a couple in a row. They're three and four. They're going to be like uh, in the teens seed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you probably don't want to play them. Like if you're in the – you don't want to be the second, third, or fourth and, and play them, right? I, Especially if they can get up to like, if they're in that like 11, 12 yeah. range, I think tough. tough you're, you're planning to be there. I might be there as well. We got to figure out the schedule. Prep. Um, yeah, I'll be there. And then rounding out top 10, Bellevue West, 53 14 against Bellevue East. Uh, Danny Kalen, five touchdowns, 253 yeah. yards. Uh, CJ Goff, 111 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, ben Goodwater, 123 yards on seven catches and a touchdown. Isaiah McMorris had two touchdowns. Uh, well, Anderson had a touchdown. So did uh, Caprice Keith and TJ Whaley. Just kind of, kind of a get-right game for the the, the T-Birds here. Um, get get their offense rolling again after the defense has kind of had to shoulder the load recently. Um, ten and a half tackles for loss for the defense, including six sacks. So, um, yeah, Bellevue West they uh, um, getting there at five and three now. Um, they on bye this week, I believe. Uh, Bellevue West, yes, yeah, because yeah. they had that week, yeah, because the week, yeah. So, um, that's kind of the look at class A and in class B, um, big week of matchups this week. Last week, there wasn't a whole lot, um, there were a lot of a lot to none. <laughs> you look at the uh, the top five in your poll Bennington 56 nothing against Westview, Scud right. 55 nothing against Ralston, Waverly 46 to six at Gretna East, 
Elkhorn North, 41 nothing against Elkhorn Mount Michael and Platt Smith, 70 to nothing against Buena Vista. So that uh I mean that 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 group has clearly established themselves as the top five there. Um York 27 nothing against Seward. That was an impressive win. Seward's uh been scrappy this year. Obviously, they're still kind of hanging in there at the top ten. They're down at nine this week after that loss, but York uh, at five and two um has done some impressive things defensively this year. Uh Grand Island Northwest escaped uh, at Gearing 32 31. Um Norris 30 14 uh, at Gross. It's a good win uh for them. Mentioned Seward already. And then Blair 28 21 uh win at Elkhorn to, to climb back into the top 10. Um and uh Bodie Suckup. Uh that was the first time they beat Elkhorn in a long time. Yeah. Bodie Suckup who just committed to walk on at Nebraska, mm-hmm. uh, 135 yards, two touchdowns. But Brock Templer, monster year, another mm-hmm. monster game. 39 carries for 179 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. Um, so g- good win for, for them. Um, kind of anything. Uh, I think um, in Bennington, the- they just continue to to do what they do. Payne Sandman, uh, three touchdowns. Uh, Quinn Archer, two touchdowns, 121 yards. Had a 71-yarder. Scott, uh, Terman had a good day passing. Didn't need to run the ball really against, against <laughs> Ralston. I know Ralston had like, or Scott had two touchdowns before Ralston even touched the ball on offense. Yeah. That's the way that game they started. Dominated them. Yeah. And they spread their touch their touchdowns around. Anthony Hydoff, Colin Pike, Max Chandler, like a bunch of different guys getting in the mix there. Um Waverly, they uh um Nathan Axman. Yeah. 160 yards on the ground. They had uh Drew Moser had three touchdowns, Evan Casson. They just got so many guys that 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 can hurt you in the run game. And then Nolan Moss can can make some some throws as well. I had a couple of touchdowns, so they just had 312 yards rushing as a team, six touchdowns. Chase Lofton had a big game for Elkhorn North uh, against Mount Michael at three touchdowns, um, and then Platt Smith, 26 carries for 365 yards and nine touchdowns as a team. I mean, Buena Vista, they're still. Have I told you how to big their offensive line is? <laughs> Very big. Their gu- their tackles are. And freshman Levi Walker, 13 carries, 158 yards and touchdowns. A good experience for him. Um, they had. Touchdowns from everybody. Blake Macklin had a huge game for Norris. 23 carries, 160 yards, and two touchdowns. Eli Holt, uh, nine carries, 66 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, caught a 15-yard pass, had 13 tackles, including a sack. Um, so, and then that's kind of the results from last week. And we got some big ones this week. You want to yeah, tee those up? Be the two biggest, obviously, Elkhorn North and Bennington. So everyone uh, is talking about number one versus number two. But in our poll, that's not how it is, um, which is fine. It's just. We have in the coaches poll, it's Scott and Waverly. Waverly and Elkhorn North keep flipping like three, four. It's it's weird. weird. It's all there's one coach that votes that just keeps flipping. Yeah, can't can't make up his mind. And that's affecting the math. Yeah, other so, but um, clear top four there. Yeah, I I don't think there's a question. I think you know probably Platzman is clearly at five right now. So we got two matchups between top five teams in B this week. Yeah, Bennington Elkhorn North is uh, Bennington's defense is phenomenal. I mean, like way good. Yeah, Uh, Lordson is another double digit tackle game. The Toham Gunner does awesome. Like they're really really good. Um, some big I, linemen. I am very interested. Again, I think this is like 20, maybe 21 17 yeah, or something. 100%. Maybe 17 14, something like both teams just rely on their defense to play well. Uh, is Sam Thomas healthy enough? He had a little bit of an ankle. That's yeah. going to be big. Um, now we got her against GI Northwest. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just, I, 
because that's the thing. Like you see, Elkhorn North. There's they're... no size though. Here's the thing. There's Chase Lofton is big enough. Well, that Mechna's yeah. big too. Their two say. receivers are big. They don't have big tall. You know, Bennington doesn't. But yeah. their defense is so good and well coached. Um, it's just you know maybe throw some YOLO balls up and get catches like that. I I don't know, right? Yeah. Uh, but I do think that it's going to be a, a pretty defensive game, like yeah. 17, 14, something. And, I mean, Echo North is going to have to to run uh, to be able to stop and the run because they're, yeah. like, they've been impressive defensively. They're back and throw good. They, they're getting, I don't know how many interceptions they have this season, but it seems like every game they get one or two picks between Tommy Mechna, Jet Tinglehoff, a couple other guys back there. Tinglehoff's had a huge so year. They're going to have to stop the run, though, because Bennington's going to keep handing off to Archer until you force them to pass it. Um, oh, yeah. in, in a game like this, so they got to find a way to, to shut down the run. You mentioned Sam Thomas having that big body up there w- would definitely make a difference. Um, but well, yeah, that, that's and they rotate him yeah. in, they he yeah. plays more, I guess, defense yeah. offense and defense and stuff. They move him around a little bit, but um, I tackles for loss just a thing. Elko North has 54 on the mm-hmm. year, um, Bennington has uh, let's see, sorry. I'm going to have this ready to go. Bennington has, um, well, doesn't, uh, tackles for loss has 41. So both teams have like 13, you know, 10-ish sack. Yeah. Like they're pretty disrupt. I just think that this is going to be a, a defensive game. Elko North would like to establish a running game. Yeah. Um, I'm not Tingle sure. Hoff in the backfield. Gonna, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Tinglehoff against Lordson, like if they can keep him clean, let him get to the ball, that's going to be a fun match up there. So that's a really good one. Uh, And then the other one is Scott against Plattsmith. Plattsmith. Yeah. Um, That's a tough guy game right there. (laughs) Like, I'm serious. A whole lot of running there. Well, it's it's a hard hat game. They're going to need to. And I will tell you this. The the one. (laughs) So before I went to uh, Plattsmith's practice at the beginning of the year, I talked to Matt Verzel. And he's like, and and I talked to Coach Terman too, and he's like, "Go to Plasma. Plasma's going to be pretty good. You should go to Plasma." They got forty four. They're like, "I don't know his name, but forty four is is a d- dude. Mm-hmm. Like he's just a dude." He and Vers kind of over exaggerated a little bit. He's like, "He can cuss like five of our kids last year in the game." <laughs> and it, Caleb Atkins is forty four. Oh, okay, and yeah, he is one of the state sack leaders, I believe. A yeah. dude, yeah, like really tough. Um, so Dom versus Lena, like and be key that that option game going against yeah. Atkins and yeah, it's gonna they, be tough. They will, not only just the option game, they will run, and they've obviously shown it. But they'll put their two big tackles. They'll run power. They'll put one as a tight end on the same side and just run behind them. It's like how do you stop that? Yeah, it's it's really tough. Yeah. Like really, really, really tough. And, and we mentioned yeah, sketches. So many options. That's the thing. You never know who's going to be carrying the ball on any given play because quarterback, they got three backs that can all hammer the ball, um, right. carry it. Um, a lot of options Maxwell there. Chandler, yeah. Really yep. And so was Colin Pike. Uh, yeah. And so was height of like all three different kinds of runners. And then you got Terman in the option game as well. Who's great at reading it and making yeah. um, Terman's really yeah, good enough. pulling it down and taking what he needs. To. So that, that'll be fun. We got two top five matchups in, in B next week. And then Waverly is, uh, is going to Seward. So another top 10 there. Um, so th- that's kind of what Can we're looking Seward forward to. Kind of sneak one in there. Like, yeah, you know, obviously coming off the, the rough one against York, they got to, they got to rebound York's quickly. Is, um, yeah. 
really is. So C1, let's just kind of look real quick, or unless you got more on uh, nah, the only uh noteworthy, I think, result in C1 really in terms of poll changes was the Adam Central win over Aurora 21-19. Uh they climbed a couple of spots yeah, there up. I watched uh, the end uh, of that yeah. game actually. Nick Conant, big game, 23 carries, 184 yards, two touchdowns there for for Adam Central, who are seven and oh. And so they climbed up into that, that, yeah. that top four now. Um, but I mean, outside of that, it's what we've seen Boone central Wahoo after yeah. Greenwood. I know you, uh, Wahoo, seen it, right. Seen, I was at Wahoo, saw them just handle Columbus SCOTUS pretty well. Actually. Yeah. They are really athletic. Um, two wrestlers do a really good job running the ball for them. Um, they have a big one. DC West is a game. There's a couple of big C1 yeah. games and there's two of them. That one, uh, Wahoo DC West is a huge game. Uh, it's a it is a respect game for DC West. Like we belong, had a great season like, so far. Now we want, go knock this, off. Yeah, yeah, we're in this conversation because they went to Boone and only lost nineteen fourteen or whatever, yeah. and that was a little that only result lost. was yeah. a little shocking. Right, they're six and one at six in the poll because Boone, everyone just kind of is crowned as like, man, they're clearly the best team. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, also in C one is. Um, is it Ashland Greenwood going to Ron Colley? Oh, yeah, is, that's it, right. Yep. It was a huge game, Not, man. A lot two of good, good games on Friday. The two, probably the two best, like you know, quarterbacks, if you will, in C1 playing each other, Brady McGill Kale, and Kale, Dane, Kale Jacobson. Jacobson. Dane, Jacobson. Dane, sorry, yeah, yeah. Dane Jacobson and, and McGill. So that they're probably the two best, right? Two really good little guy receivers and oars. Um, uh, for Ron Colley and like it, Thomas Spears for Ashlyn yeah. Greenwood and they, and Spears is actually a really good tackler and like, Drake Zimmerman monster in the, yeah. the running game for. So we'll Ashland see Greenwood. if they can. I don't know up front. Ron Colley is going to have to really yeah. get off the field. Yeah. So those are four big time games. Obviously, one versus two in A. You got two top five matchups in B, and then you got um, that that huge matchup there. Uh, well, two other, I guess. Uh, top 10 matchups you mentioned in C1. So mm-hmm. good, good, uh, good Friday slate uh, of games this week. That yeah, we'll D, there's talk a big one week. in D2 too. Why not? Bloomfield is a big game. It's a little bit of, you know, regional rivalry game, I guess, in, yeah. in, in eight man two or D2, yeah. which those, those uh, playoff brackets for eight man come out on Saturday morning All already. Right. We're already. <laughs> and then, yeah. the, and then eight, the 11 man come out the next, next Saturday. Yep. Um, so we'll wrap up here with a couple of quick shout outs here. Um, yeah. Donovan Trumbull senior, Jaden Williams, who, uh, has done it all for, um, them this season, 27 to 29 for 311 yards and three touchdowns passing pretty good. Right. Also carried the ball 18 times for 123 yards and two more scores. He had six tackles and is also the kicker had seven kickoffs, went two or two on, uh, PATs also broke up a pass on defense in a 42 to 12 win uh, against Gibbon. Jack Poppy is his favorite target there. 10 catches, 105 yards, and three touchdowns. Shout out to my guy. Um, and then Wisner, uh, or West Point Beamer senior, Trevin Weddle, 22 carries for 255 yards and three touchdowns. Caught two passes for 13 yards and also had 12 tackles, including one for loss and a 28-14 win uh, against Wayne. Um, so huge game there. Um, Hastings St. Cecilia uh, uh, senior, Chase Evans, uh, completed... Uh, <laughs> Completed 12 passes for 256 yards and three touchdowns and also carried the ball 19 times for 131 yards and, and two more touchdowns. Um, so, so big game there. 
and there's a bunch of other guys here we'll, we'll cut it off there because we gotta mm-hmm. um get out of here but man um good good week of uh some monster performances in nc2 in particular and we will have more uh next week we'll break down all the games we talked about and hopefully we weren't too far off on <laughs> the little keys to the game thing yep hopefully uh players. hopefully these games we probably were the and if i was you'll let me know um fans and people that watch us you definitely will tell me if i was wrong so that's okay at least i didn't pick a score or (laughs) a team to win a game so don't come at me with that Uh, we'll be back next week on nebraska prep source game